0: Hello, and welcome to the J-Train Podcast. That's right, every Monday and Thursday, with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You come here every week. You come with your questions. And I want to thank you, listener, Johnny listener, Jenny listener, because you're out there. And the only way to keep it going is to make it your Instagram story. Tag a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. We're here every Monday and Thursday. And that's all we ask of you. And listen... YouTube land, we're on YouTube. We have the studio audience. That's right, a touch of class for your Monday or Thursday. Shelby here on the ones and twos. A capacity audience virtually weighing in every episode. And I mentioned it last episode, I'm gonna mention it again. I got a stand-up special, it's coming, March 2nd, that's when you're gonna take that stand-up special, you're gonna put it on the big screen, it's gonna be right there for you on YouTube, it is only COVID material, we're only talking 2020, nobody else is doing this, do you understand people? 34 minutes of COVID entertainment. It's a, Shelby, I would call it a wrap-up on 2020. That's what I would call it. I taped it on New Year's Eve from Indianapolis. Everyone, the last night of the worst year of your life. And we're summing it up. This puts a bow on it. Put a little bow on it. This is the special. And it's also delving into the social aspect. I'm not going to tell you. It's the the stresses of the luxury-issued people. And that's who we deal with here. The people that, yeah, I want to go on a date, but I don't want to tell that friend who's been annoying on Facebook. It's a, how do you deal with that? That's what this whole special is all about. It's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. March 2nd. All I want you to do, like, subscribe, comment, let people know, watch it, enjoy it. That's my push here. Right, Shelby?
1: That's all we ask.
0: That's all we ask. Now, listen. We have classed up your day. We're going to class it up even more. We got emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Very excited. We have a new guest alert. Hit that bell, Shelby. It's the moment you've all been waiting for a new guest. Excited about today's guest, a comedian hilarious all over TikTok and Instagram, characters, impressions, the very funny Andrea Lopez. Thank you for coming on, Andrea.
1: Wow, I feel rejuvenated after that intro. I feel like I've been given a new life. Thank you That's guys. What it's so all happy about.
0: To be here. We want to take people to a new place. Mm-hmm. This is what a podcast is for to take you. Put your brain on the shelf for when you need it. Because listen, I ain't, I don't want to you know I don't want to be at the wheel of my own brain all day long. That's exhausting. It's anxiety inducing, right?
1: Completely. Hell no. I don't need that. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I am looking for.
0: So, Andrea, you are give us you you are all over the TikTok and Instagram. Who do you impersonate? Give me give me the cast of characters that you are doing right now.
1: All right. And behind me, I actually had some wigs for you guys. So the lineup here, we got, we got Sophia Vergara. She's one of them. We've got Kristen Cavallari. We've got Edna mode. So it really spans from cartoons to, to the, to the, to the the Mexican, the Hispanics, to the, to the pop culture and the, uh, the housewives.
0: What got you into impersonating these people? What, what, what was the kind of the impetus? What, what started it all?
1: Childhood trauma. Uh, (laughs) I had a great upbringing, I had a great childhood, um, but I've always done characters. It's just been something that I, I uh, it's one of my passions and uh, I was terrible in math, social studies, science, but I But I was really good at doing different characters. So that kind of stuck.
0: The reason you come across my radar is because you are in the charcuterie scene, I am told. And yes, <laughs> there is a scene and I am a part of it somehow. Um, what What is your connection to charcuterie? What's going on?
1: Uh, like many entertainers, it was a side hustle. So while I was okay. doing the comedy, doing the impressions, and it, having small little guest appearances here and there, I also supplemented my income with with charcuterie and cheese. So I would I would make boards, and then I would deliver them, and I made little videos, and it was like it was another form of content for me, as it is for what, you. I love so all your videos. Put,
0: thank you. What, so <laughs> what, so you're putting together like a board, like as like a gift, like because this is the thing. Like in the last two years, the amount of charcuterie yeah. companies that have like popped up like I get why they exist like you know listen we there's a service that can be done I can make something beautiful for you to put on your centerpiece of your party and and really zhuzh up a an Instagram photo so how do you find your way into that were you always in the church like like I kind of got to this charcuterie world by accident like I tweeted I I don't know if people know this story and I I, I must have told it I it started from one tweet I was just saying that I could tell what type of parent you'd be by the charcuterie board you made. <laughs> so I could tell yeah. like, you know, whether you'd be a messy parent, a strict parent. And, and that was like the tweet, like that. I not th- I didn't think of it twice. And then all of a sudden, what I didn't know was a, mo- a, 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 number of women. I'm not gonna say most women, but a lot of women have a picture of a charcuterie that they've made <laughs> in the past on their phone. just, at the ready. And like, that's something I know from my girlfriend is like, I if I'm like, you know, women generally seem to be like these like th- like these savants with memory. You're yeah. like, you're like June 18th, <laughs> 2017. And then they'll have like 70 pictures from that day. Like they just know how to search that shit. So I found out all these women are like, oh, I have the charcuterie from like Thanksgiving last year. So people started sending it to me. And like, I would just like do what I would do if I came to your party. I just started judging them being like, yeah, there's a reason like, and it's not, and not to say I wouldn't need everything on the board, but I'm just saying if I, if I was to give some feedback, here's the feedback I would give. So how do you enter into this world?
1: I saw it as a fad and I love to mm. jump on anything that's like hot in the moment, uh, but I also like I'm I've writing. kind
0: of a, I've kind of gotten this about you. You yeah. your your Instagram profile is one of those profile bio. the bio on your Instagram. I, I think when yeah. I first saw you, it was like, I'm a T-shirt maker. I'm a circuitry <laughs> board. And that kind of like, uh, no, no, you know, to be honest with you, to, that puts me off to anyone in comedy. Like right. I look at that and I go. I don't know. Like, like, listen, everyone should have their side hustles. Everyone's got to get by with what they get by. But like, what is the thing that you do? And it's like, when I'm like, like when I see like seven things in that bio, I go, all right, I'm putting my whole life into this. Where, you know, like, are we just waiting for one of these
1: lottery tickets to get take off? I don't know. I mean, basically you just got to throw shit at the wall. Hope it (laughs) sticks. Like that's pretty much where I'm at right now. It's like, I don't even know what my career is. You know, like the easy way out is to just be like, I'm a multi hyphenate. Now mm. that's your job to figure out what all the hyphenates are and everything. I don't know, but I, you know, so cheese boards was just like one of the fads that I was like, Oh, this is something that I could be a part of. So mm. I also, you know, also I'm an editor. So I would edit these time-lapse videos of charcuterie boards, you know, from uh, start to okay. finish. So and you're seeing you're, in.
0: you're, you're at the ground floor of like, Oh, people are like getting some dough off of this, off of just a good video.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I well, yeah, I didn't even like my end goal was not to make money, but it was just like I also loved cheese. And Mm. uh yeah, I love building. I can't really make a filet mignon and I'm not gonna serve you a five course meal when you come over to my house. Sure. But but for sure, like the charcuterie and the drinks are gonna be like top notch.
0: And I'll wow you with that. Again, this is the reason everyone's making them now, is like it's like a baby. You don't need an education to make a baby, you don't need (laughs) an education to make a charcuterie board, and I appreciate that. And listen. There are some, you know. You look at some of them, you go, "Holy shit!" Like that's yeah. a board. You know, you you put some stuff together. So, tell me about CBS Comedy Showcase. What is what's going on with that?
1: Yeah, it's my current project. It's actually so it comes out. We're recording pre, but this comes out Wednesday. Uh, what even is the date? Mar- February seventeenth. So it's a okay. it's a program for creators. Um, whether you're stand up, whether you're a sketch artist, or you do impressions. Um, it's really to help get a diverse group of people together. And usually it shoots in LA. It's a four month long program. And this year it's all virtual the first time ever. So it's an hour okay. long sketch show with um, this year. It only has 16 um, creators and comedians instead of 20 uh so we shot everything across seven different states it was all virtual you know the la people are all together but um yeah i'm really excited for it and it's really kind of like a launching pad and our the goal is to hopefully be on a new series or a writing team um after this airs so it where does it air it, it will be airing you can actually you know, link in my bio or on my, um, website, you can find the link to to RSVP, but it is a free show. It's just going to be all virtual. So it's, okay. um, seven to 9 PM, Wednesday, February 17th. And it, yeah, it's like on their website, they created a whole little, virtual And it's called show
0: the C- it. CBS comedy showcase. That's a huge deal that congratulations. That's going to be amazing.
1: Thank you. I know it's like. You know, in my bio now, I can delete T-shirt maker, yeah, um, taco we gotta that. seller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, whatever it is. And now it can just be, you know, actress of the CBS Comedy Showcase. But it's so, it's one of the, you know, it, it, one of the projects that you work on and then it's on to the next. It's like hustler. But, you're a hustler. Well, you
0: know, of course. And I, I think what people don't understand is how much they Viewership, their support that doesn't right. cost them money is currency to us. You know, I'm talking about putting out a special on YouTube. Like, listen, I made a I invested money to make that special. You've invested time, effort, money, I'm sure, to go into the cBS uh, program, whatever they're doing. And it's like people i I know because, People don't understand because we are on the same platform as people go to have fun and to kind of like get away from their lives. And, you know, when you go on these platforms to try and figure out what your life could be or try to like, you know, get people involved, like you want people to be excited, to be rooting, to be on that link and like ready on February 17th, as you said.
1: Yes, February 17th. Mm -hmm. So February 17th,
0: like we want people clicking on the link. So I want everyone to go follow, go get involved. It's going to be all over my social media. I'll have a swipe up to the link so you guys can all see it. At Andrea, at Andrea Lopez comedy, at Andrea Lopez comedy, all over TikTok, all over Instagram. Go, go, go. She's got a new merch line in this economy. It's at AndreaLopezComedy.com. Go get involved. And you do stuff with Taylor Strecker, who I, we love Taylor here. What, what are you we- co hosting her show?
1: we fucking love Taylor yeah it's crazy I went to an open um, she was opening for another podcast Jesse Jollis who was also on the Taylor Mm. Strucker show Uh, this was when I moved to New York and I just went by myself and I went up to her I said hey I love your show I've been following you for a long time I would love to help you with your social because you're falling off the face of the planet and you need to utilize your social so fast forward she doesn't you know we like kind of like fall off and then she found me on TikTok and realized I'm the same girl so now I'm the Mm. co-host on the Friday show and I also run the Taylor Strucker show media um, Instagram so
0: love it So. this yeah. is all great stuff. Again, hustling, loving it. Great. So funny. All the impressions are hilarious. Everyone goes and needs to find it at Andrea Lopez comedy. Go, go, go. Let's do some emails. You ready?
1: Um 100% ready. Let's go.
0: Let's do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Divorce social media strategy. We are getting right into okay. it. Let's do it. Okay j train guest, uh j training guests long time listener love all your stuff i have a question i don't think i've heard before my mm-hmm. wife and i are in our mid-30s have been together almost 10 years married for half of that and now separated and making our way towards divorce well uh, play the ah, the crowd here in the studio has to be upset by that right
1: I, I, I thought it was going to be a love story. They're like talking about parenthood. No, this is the opposite no. of what I thought. Okay,
0: we're okay. we're ten years in. It's okay. over. It's basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. the start of this email. It's not <laughs> yeah. what I want. So so this is from the, the the man in the relationship. It's not what I wanted, but I suppose it's an amicable. It's as amicable as it can be. Okay. No infidelity or bad blood. Just not the right match, I guess. My question what is a strategy to adjust my social media pages? We have hundreds of pictures together over IG, Facebook, et cetera. It'll probably be months until anything is finalized legally and we're just now getting to the point where we're telling people outside of close family and friends. Should I just kind of let it ride and not acknowledge we have no more posts or pics together? Should I untag or delete old photos? I'm sure it's not a one-size-fits-all answer, but I'm curious your take. Thanks. I love this email. This person seems like they're going through it right now even by the things they wrote, just not the right the not the right match i guess like it doesn't seem like there it doesn't sometimes you get an email from people and you're like this is a person like i'm divorced and i am ready to go this doesn't feel like that email what do you think andrea
1: this is tough i definitely think he's got a great <clears throat> head on his shoulder so that's a good yeah. start he didn't come off as crazy um it's really difficult I, I think that a relationship is a part of your life and that's just like mm. your, your social is kind of just a story of your life you want to update people and I, I'm not one to, like, delete all the photos. I think that's super sudden. This obviously was mm. your partner for a decade. So I think keep those pictures up, and when you're ready to start dating, you're going to have that open conversation, and you're going to be like, hey, yeah, that was my ex, and um, I'm ready to take pictures with uh, somebody new.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, I think, yeah. I think let's take a breath. Like, I think, like, you know, I think the, there's this thing of, like, yeah, it's over, I guess, and <laughs> I don't know what to do, but... I got this social media. And, and right. here's the thing about every breakup now. It, you don't have to be a famous person or a person with a following to need to put out a statement like or feel right. that you need to. <laughs> like everyone has that moment where they're like, we've posted about Valentine's Day. We've posted about anniversaries. I've written, look at the love of my life. I've put up a thousand. This guy is the one that gets me up every morning post. So it's like, what do you do? You know, like, yeah. you know, and, and it's like now you feel like you've been lying all these years, which you weren't. They they were put up in the moment. But now because you've been public, like life is gravity. What goes up must come down. What got posted must be addressed in another <laughs> poster, must feel like it should be addressed. You know what I mean? Completely. So it's like I I I do understand where it's like you want to put up like the the screenshot of the notes section to be like, Hey, I just want my, and then you're like, you know, please God. respect my space during this awful right. time. But then you're like, who am I? Who the gives a shit about me? So like, let's take a breath. Let's understand that one, nobody cares about you. And also two, everyone wants to know what happened. Like both That's are true. true.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as soon as I know someone broke up, I immediately go to their social and I'm like, did they tell us any clues? Is there anything in their stories? What's going on? Eh
0: absolutely we want the whole story we want the juice but it's like junk food we don't need the juice true you know so it's like i and when you break up you do feel like eyes become on you and you don't even that's that's ego but that's also human so like what do you do i think what this guy's got to do is let's get through friends and family let people do the investigation that andrea just mentioned on their own they're going to do it no matter what they don't you you are not responsible for them hearing the story if a good friend texts you, hey, man, I just heard the news. What happened? Let them know. Let them know in the way you told us. The way you told us. does. It seems like a really reasonable guy. It seems like also you sound vulnerable. Like, it's okay to be hurting. That's totally normal, right?
1: Completely it is. It is.
0: Yeah. And I think when it comes to, like, deleting, you will know when it's right. I, I disagree with you a little bit, Andrea, on the – like, I don't think they have to stay up forever. I don't think you. this is your cross to bear for the rest of time. I do think for now, you're like, I think you're doing, you, you're worried about the social. Bef- I think this guy's worried about the social before he's actually worried about his own personal mental health.
1: Yes. I feel like, did, is the only thing you've ever posted, like, th- this, this woman? Is that it? Because I feel like, I, I would you assume
0: know, they've been together 10 years. Like, it's not like... You know, I, I, you know, you uh, know, uh, he, he's not posting an engagement photo before this. You know, like there's a lot of stuff.
1: There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. See, I I don't yeah. post my boyfriend on my socials. I keep it out. It looks like I'm single. It's good for the brand. You know, I, so I. <laughs> and, and, and when it's gotta, time for a new, gotta hawk
0: those cheese boards. I can't have a boyfriend with a <laughs> cheese boards. That's right.
1: Board. Like Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm gonna post. How long a cheese have you board. been? With,
0: how long have you been with your boyfriend?
1: Been together for four years.
0: See, this is a thing that like women can get away with or guys can't. Like if I was like, no, it's not good for the brand. I got to look single. My girlfriend would be like, no, you're going to look like in a relationship. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's hard because I don't post anything about that. So it's like, uh, when I break up, it's a clean slate. Well, yeah, you're to square good to go. one, it's, it's another <laughs> Monday for me, right? Yeah. So that's the only tough part. But yeah, I think, like, you know, once you post a couple more things, it's kind of, kind of goes out. I don't, I don't, I mean, when you're scrolling, It'll push you need down new, the feed. Push down, yeah. So just go golfing or I don't know, whatever you do. Take a picture I- of a boat.
0: Well, I think what he, the one thing about his thing that it's like, we're, we're, we're just now getting to the point where we're mm-hmm. telling people outside of close friends and family, let's let That's that true. keep happening. Come on. The, we'll, we'll clean up the, nobody is going to fault you a year from now. If you're, if you, let's say you're ready to date. Let's say you get to that point. And I'm not even saying, I'm not giving you a timeline. I'm saying, let's say a year right. from now, you're like, I'm ready to go on a date. You go on that date that person has no right to fault you for having pictures with your ex-wife on your profile so understand that and so own that like own that knowledge where it's like you have a right to have a past if someone has a problem with that there that means they have low confidence they're never going to be someone that can really date you with a past so it's a kind of a good thing and then when maybe you'll get to a point 2 years from now you're dating someone new things are amazing you're going you know what, I'm just gonna like get rid of all that other stuff. I'm gonna start anew. That's okay. But let's do first things first. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Andrea Lopez at Andrea Lopez Comedy. Go, 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 follow, go, follow. So funny. So many great videos all over TikTok. Go, go, go. Let's do a friend question. You ready?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Jared. <laughs> Yes. became a huge fan of yours during quarantine not sure how i would have survived without you i'm a 20 year old woman and i just moved back to college town and i'm living in a house with my best friend mm-hmm. she has a girlfriend who i am also good friends with we take covid very seriously since and since her girlfriend lives on campus she is the only person we see without a mask i am single but i've been using tinder for a while now this past week i had to cancel a date with a guy because we realized he wasn't being covid safe i would never be able to to not socially distance I am open to a relationship but also would have wanted to just hook up with them. and I am finding myself resentful that my roommate gets to see her girlfriend when I have to go through an entire vetting process just to fuck someone I absolutely love both of them and we have so much fun together but I can't help but feeling bitter and sad about my own situation being around a couple so much I know that if I found someone who was being safe and had a smaller bubble I could see them but I can't just create this person who is doing everything right and i'm losing hope and feeling really lonely i i think this is a such a normal email i think and and and, right andrea like this feels like one of those things where you're so hard on yourself but it's like it might be nice just to hear that like i i'm hearing this going i would feel the same way i i would be i love my friends but they're really starting to get to me with this shit
1: Hell yeah. And this pandemic has like kind of ruined. It's either been great for love lives or it's been terrible. People have broken up yeah. like this situation. Just it's really, really tough. And I think a lot of people, they've got cobwebs down there because uh, yeah, absolutely. When, where are we going to, where are we supposed to like meet? And when you have roommates, it's hard.
0: Yeah. And it's also like navigating like the, you know, again, like I, I, the, I mentioned the stand-up special in the beginning, the whole stand-up special is about that social thing where it's like, everyone is out there on social media and the easiest thing on social media is to be right the hardest thing is to be human and it's like <laughs> uh, and it's like listen when you smell a steak you salivate you know that might you might you probably shouldn't have steak every night but you still salivate you still smell that smell when you see a cheese board and you see a bunch of cheese on it you want to eat it all you know you shouldn't eat it all this is the this is the – the 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 and, and the, the pandemic only highlights those things. So she writes, how do I be less bitter about being around a couple so much? They do act pretty affectionate around each other with me because we are all so close. I don't know. How do you be less bitter? I can't really tell someone how to do that. What do you think, Andrea?
1: That is really hard. I think maybe have an open conversation and be like, hey, look, you guys get to swap spit. How about mm. uh, you suggest – I'm going to bring three people – and they're all gonna be pretty safe. I mean, maybe I don't know if she's she's obviously on the apps, but like try to find one person and be like, look, this person's been pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Like, can I go over that? <laughs> like Yeah. At, at a certain point, it's like, okay, where do we draw the line here? You know, it's it we're hopefully there's a, there's an end to this and people will be vaccinated and we can get back out there. But yeah, your roommates have gotta understand that you have needs too, damn it. Yeah,
0: and, and I think also, and again, like I think also, a city, let's all sit down and say what we're most worried about in the pandemic. Like, I, I think that's where it starts. Like, because mm-hmm. her, you know, the, the couple that she's living with, basically, if they looked at her and like, I think a lot of this goes in the unsaid. We, and then we create in our own minds what we're being judged for or what someone else's uh, yeah. comfortability is. If they looked at you and they were like, well, you know, we want to go along with the rules and we generally like, aren't that afraid of the pandemic. Like we think we're young and we're 20 and we're, we're going to be okay. And I'm also not going to be seeing my parents anytime soon. Then you could say to them, Hey, like my, I'm going to start loosening up my bubble. I'm going to start. Now you guys are understanding. Now you're not afraid to talk about it. Now you're not like, well, I'm a bad person for even acknowledging that I want to like see some new people. Hey, Guys, I'm thinking of doing some more dating. I know that you guys have been you guys have to understand how lucky you guys are to me. I feel that you two have what I am looking for and with what's going on, I haven't been able to find that find that because I'm trying to be as respectful to you two as possible. What can I do? dating wise, that would make you guys feel totally comfortable. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's, we don't, you know, we wear masks in the house from now on. Maybe that's the the case. Maybe we get Monday testing. We go to the college testing ground and every Monday we get tested. I don't know, but it doesn't happen unless you start discussing it.
1: Exactly. Have an open conversation. Also, it is college. So like, really are we not seeing i mean it's got to be pretty hard on a college campus not to be like seeing more people than just i, I know they said they've been very careful but hey like it's yeah college.
0: I, well this is the this is the thing we're all and, and i think in college college students live in good and bad there's only good there's only bad and i and i i i know when i do shows at college campuses it's uh, we're adults and this is how the world should be. A lot of people live in the, what the world should be land in college. They get out of college. Right. They fail in life at things that they know they it isn't fair to fail. in, And now you start going, ah, I just got to eat a big dinner and I got to, you know, be with the people I love and I have to fuck and I have to drink and I don't care as much. This is, just, and again, you can say, Jared, well, you're looking at the, the, the world cynically. That's what happens as you get older. You know, you, there's a yes. lot less people who, who go marching when they have babies. I'm just letting you know that. That's just the reality. There's a lot less people that start, you know, that that are living in the black and white of the world when they have a mortgage. It's just the reality. <laughs>
1: It's true. It's called growing up. It's called maturing a little bit. Yeah. It
0: sucks. So, so the, But this is what the COVID has done to a lot of people. It's like it's made you kind of into a forced maturity of like, ah, life is unfair and the world does kind of suck. I got to survive in this. And it's like, so that's where this conversation starts. And, and, and it starts with empathy. Like, hey, we're all not yes. perfect. Because that's the other thing. where It's like people are making rationalizations along the way. We saw this in the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone's like, well, I had it in March, so I'm fine. I don't know. Did you get tested? Did you even <laughs> talk to anybody? You know, you're just making assumptions like that was every person in New York. Ah, oh, I think I had it. And it's like, oh, so you're allowed to live by the rules. You're always good. How is that possible that you're always good and I'm always bad? So she writes, what is the best way to find a COVID safe hookup without sex feeling like a transaction? So what do you think, Andrea?
1: God damn that that is really hard I would say talk to your roommates what are they comfortable with if they're cool with wearing masks in the house then yeah you guys got to wear a mask in the house and then then you can go off and meet people I know about like a handful of people that have met a person through an app they were dating in the beginning of COVID and now they're mm. happily in a relationship and they really have a small bubble together I don't know if that's a fairy tale
0: yeah yeah
1: but, that, well, that did happen.
0: but but I'll, I'll agree with you. I'm, t- I, I'm totally with you. The, the relationship either moves faster or it doesn't move at all. So right. I would say to this person, you know, how do you make it not transactional? Well, don't go on dates that you don't feel great about going on. Don't do that. Don't go on dates that you're like, uh, this guy wants me to come over right away. No, no, no. You don't want to do that. How about going on you know, walks outside, FaceTimes? Let's do all the things. You can still make people kind of achieve you. And it's like, if they won't do a FaceTime, they ain't gonna do uh, meeting your parents later. It's just not gonna happen. So I think like, give them achievable goals that aren't so, that are so na- normal that like they'd be an asshole to, or not an asshole. They just, that, that means they just don't wanna date you enough to do that.
1: As completely. I missed the transactional word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's not gonna be a hookup, yeah. Kind of make those dates like, let's outdoor picnic. Like what are, what are yeah. they willing to do before having sex? Like, yeah. Yeah, Like yeah.
0: you, you uh, again, she said she does want sex. So like good for her, <laughs> get yours. But like, you right. know, like you, that doesn't mean like you're just sitting there with legs open in the middle of the street. Like, no, you gotta right. fucking go on a walk with me. You gotta make me feel like safe and you gotta be fun. You gotta be able to come into my house and meet my roommates and see them and be cool and wear the mask and True. adhere to those. You know, th- those are all normal things to want. And I think a lot of people are like, Well, if I just want sex, then I have to just give in to like anything. No, give him something to uh, give him a little bit of like, uh, you know, some hurdles to jump.
1: Even though it's COVID. Yeah, you still need to make him want it. Fight for it a little bit.
0: The J Train podcast is brought to you by Quip, 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 Quip. I love Quip. I love what they're doing. They're making uh, cleaning your teeth just a little bit easier, just a little bit more um better they they took something that was you thought was done and they've improved on every inch of it including flossing Some of us are flossing the day before we go to the dentist and some of us are flossing every single day. Most of us are somewhere in between the two. But with Quip, the electric toothbrush you hear about all the time, they have a sleek reusable floss pick you'll want to use next. What I love about it is it comes in a packaging that makes you wanna use it more. So if you're someone like me that you'd like to be flossing more, Get involved with what Quip's doing. It's a durable handle that's easy to guide, restrings with a click, and comes with a compact mirror dispensing case for on the go. Plus, a single refill pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and the environment. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush. Yep. Quip has the simple guiding features you need like time, sonic, vibrations with guiding pulses help you brush better. You can personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors. And now they have amazing rewards just for brushing your teeth every day. Quip smart electric toothbrushes come connect to the free Quip app. I have this one. It makes brushing fun. It's gamified brushing. Quip also delivers brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free so you can save money and skip the store. This is what I love about Quip. You're never rushing to the department store, the to the to the grocery store, to the pharmacy. It's making the mailman work for you. There's never a trip to CVS on your calendar because it's going to be coming to you. Bring delight to your everyday brushing and join the 5 million mouths brushing with Quips starting at $25. I'm also going to plug, I got sent Quips new gum. And it they, it comes in like a fun Pez dispenser. I'm loving it. It, it. And it goes in my pocket and I feel like, oh, okay, got my keys, wallet, phone, AirPods, gum. It's become a part of my life. If you go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Quip better oral health made simple. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Liquid Death. Oh my god. I love Liquid Death. What is it? It's water people, spring water. It's also they have a sparkling water too, but it comes in this big tall boy can and I just like to crush these. I like to just chug them. And it's all about hydration. We all need more water. We all want more water. But, you know, it's kind of tough to get through sometimes. Sometimes you get midway through one of those little 12-ounce bottles and you're like, this is a lot for me. But liquid death helps you have fun with hydration. I'm severely underhydrated. Everyone knows we're supposed to drink lots and lots of water. Do we do it? No. I pound liquid death through it's easy to drink it's in a can just crack it and chug I crack it open I'm like you know I feel like I'm at like a dive bar listen no one wants to drink water but with liquid death it goes down fast and it's cool looking I love the brand if you for before liquid death signed on with the show I was like getting fed their Instagram ads because I love their t-shirts so much. And the cans look just like the t-shirt. It looks like you're like like a biker dude when you drink it. It's great. And you murder your thirst with liquid death. The can feels great in my hand. It's easier to chug 16 ounces from a can than a bottle. I agree. And here's the realness, 100% mountain water from the Alps. None of that processed tap water like most major bottle brands. Liquid death means death to plastic. It's everywhere, Whole Foods, 7-Eleven, Walmart. If you live in Texas at a Walmart, pound some cool water. Everyone will think it's beer. Who cares? You're getting hydrated. Get two free koozies with your first order of any case of water at liquiddeath.com slash jtrain. That's liquiddeath.com slash jtrain. Just hit up their merch store, add the koozie two-pack you want, and you'll get it free with your first case. Only at liquiddeath.com slash jtrain. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Andrea Lopez at Andrea Lopez comedy. Go, go, go on TikTok, Instagram, CBS Comedy Showcase, February 17th. We want you all clicking that link in the bio. Get involved. It's going to be hilarious. How much family is too much family? Oh, okay. Are you part of a big family?
1: Uh, extended family is huge. Immediate family is mm. not too big, but uh, we're very close.
0: Okay, this is good. Feather, feather, you're the goat. Well, thank you. So my younger brother and his wife live about 20 minutes from my parents while I live with my parents. I've been with my boyfriend for almost a year and we've both met each other's families, but my mom insists that I don't bring him around enough. My mom has hinted at this multiple times. He's been over four times and I've met his family twice. His family lives a few hours away, but in the same state. My boyfriend and I usually hang out at his house because he lives alone and we don't have to worry about being interrupted. I usually have no problem living at home until this comes up. My brother and his wife literally went on their first date with my parents. That's crazy. And I've I feel like there was a standard set that I should bring my significant other around that much, but I also feel like he's been around them a normal amount considering the time we've been together. What do you think? Is there a proper ratio of how much time a guy should spend with his girlfriend's family and vice versa? I'm just fed up with my mom getting upset when I see his family uh, for one meal twice a year when he comes more than double that amount. When I see his family for one meal twice a year when he comes more than double the amount of times. Should I even worry about this? He's the first guy I brought home and I'm 27 if that matters. Thank you in advance. Older sister who doesn't want to double date with her parents. So what do you think?
1: <laughs> Holy shit. I see a lot of parallels here. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of parallels. Uh, I'm very close. I think a mother and father's relationship with their daughter is very different than their sons. Because,
0: totally true. That's like the yeah. That's the biggest part of this email that like is kind of swept under the rug it's so different
1: it's so different so because you haven't you know gone to his families a lot it's very hard to tell a mom like mom that's because it's a it's a boy's relationship with his parents it's different Mm. um yeah so my mom complains a lot my boyfriend lives alone and I moved back home with my family during the quarantine Mm. and my mom is always saying he needs to come over more and I'm like Mm -hmm. look um I go over there because, just like she said, we have privacy. There's no one knocking on our door asking us if we want leftover lamb chops. Like, it's just a different yeah. situation. So, That's hard. I think every couple is different, but I think in the first year, you don't have to expect to go over all the time. I think as it progresses, I think that you do want to spend more time because you're thinking, okay, this could lead to possibly more Mm -hmm. than just a dating relationship. So you're going to be in laws not to, you know, go too much into it. But yeah, like
0: this, this is the thing in, and you are nailing it because it is, She she writes, uh, the answer's usually in the email. My younger brother and his wife, okay? So that's already a thing. He's already married. So you are, the, the, the unfair thing of a woman is like, when someone comes over, it is a judgment of like, husband. Right yes, away, yes. When you go over to his parents' place, it's like, Oh, so who's the girlfriend? It's right. not as much, and because you're the older sister, it's very unfair. But your parents are basically like, Why is this guy not here more often? Mm-hmm. Because is he avoiding being a part of a family? Is he not taking this seriously? Uh-huh. And there, this is all from fear of you getting hurt and I think that's where it all stems from so like yeah if you look and look at your mom's issues from that place now you might understand where your mom's coming from that might make her more worried but it also makes her you know
1: completely I just have to sit down my mom and tell her like hey he He came over like this past month. We had a great dinner and Mm. you know, like I'm going to spend every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at his place. Like you just kind of have to like kind of a schedule, especially because even though we're um, of age, obviously we live with our parents. So they still feel that type of like ownership over us.
0: Of course, this is is what parents do. And I think she has to, I think you got to say to your mom, like, Hey, like I'm enjoying, like you make me feel, I would say to her, you make me feel bad when you say he's not coming over. Right. Because it feels like you're you're saying that he's not serious with me and I feel I'm in a serious relationship. like i I would kind of answer address her side of things. like because right now she's this person that's writing in this woman, she's looking at it from like, how many times, like, what's the amount the right amount? like, should I have him over here more? And it's like she's questioning just the numbers here and it's like, no, no, this woman is sitting here questioning the seriousness of your relationship. If you feel the relationship is good, you have to let your mom know that, Hey, this is a good relationship. I'm enjoying his company. He'll be over. He only comes over when I ask him. I'm not, you know, I'm the one that's fending. Like I would let her know, like I'm the reason he's not coming over. Just know that. And then it might be, maybe that would help it.
1: Yeah. And a little, tidbit of advice maybe i would just i would just make sure that he is um a family guy or just like how close is he with his family because that'll really determine what relationship he's looking for in terms with your family Mm. so like i'm lucky my boyfriend is very close with his family so i know he likes to spend time there and you know the door is always open when i want to go over but yeah i think sure if 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 he has a different view on that it's going to be a little bit difficult like having your parents they with the conflicting views you know
0: yeah. And and listen, this stuff is hard. There's no right number. The right exactly. number has to be for you. And it's like that's where this thing is like you look at these like this scenario is so interesting because it's like her seeing it like, well, my mom's just on my case about not having him over. It's like she's seeing mm-hmm. it as like you are with someone that might be avoiding us.
1: Yes. Right. And then the first year, (laughs) it's too soon. It's like, okay, we don't even know. He's just trying to figure us out. Like, he doesn't even – he's not thinking about, like, how many times he's coming over. So, yeah, the the parents will always try to make an assumption from, like, his – how much he's around. But –
0: yeah. I, I I'm with you. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Andrea Lopez comedy at Andrea Lopez comedy. Go follow, go now, go, go, go be all over my social media. This next one is a great question. And I think Andrea, you're the perfect guest here for this. Mm-hmm. Shelby, are you ready? Cause Shelby, we're going to bring you into this. Get on <laughs> important question regarding Shelby's relationship status holy shit okay hey jared i have a very important question is shelby single i'm very much into him thank you gotta shoot my shot wow Uh,
1: now shelby just he just he put his airpods deeper into his ears he's like did i hear this what's going on
0: (laughs) shelby (laughs) do you want to respond or do we want to plead the fifth what do it's up to you Unfortunately for this person, I've started seeing somebody recently. Wow, play the oh. Wow, play the breaking news music. This is <laughs> Oh my god, the crowd here is in shock. <laughs> seeing someone. Yeah, this is the uh, the news of the century. Oh my god. I mean, wow. listen, the people want to know. I'm happy. Uh, how did they do Can we ask how you met?
1: Just uh somebody
0: I knew before. Uh, shelby's got his shelby's got his covid cutie and we're okay. happy for him okay we'll move on this uh, we I uh, listen the the audience wanted to know Andrea i'm sure you're happy we we all wanted to know right
1: i was thinking it i did want i, I was going to address it you know maybe after yeah. the cameras were off but i'm glad yes. we addressed it during the show <laughs>
0: jtrain <laughs> podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com okay ready for this one let us go I fucked my Bumble date's little brother. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, that made me okay. sneeze. Hey, J Train, Patreon member and longtime fan have recommended your show to multiple friends and family members. Just finished watching your Valentine's Day live show, 10 out of 10. Wow, what a a compliment. And thank you to everyone who came to the Valentine's Day live show. That was a lot of fun. I live in NYC, just got out of a relationship a few weeks ago and was very excited to join the apps. This guy was definitely not my match and being single and going on dates and meeting new men has been so much fun. I feel like a kid in a candy store. Anyways, I matched with a very attractive guy a few days ago And he asked for my number Conversation has been going very well And he planned a date for this week We have a lot in common and I can't wait to meet him Okay, here's my dilemma Today, a guy I had sex with a few times with three years ago Posted a birthday post Happy birthday to my older brother And surprise, the guy tagged is the guy I'm going on a date with this week yikes after further stalking (laughs) it is confirmed my date is definitely my ex hookup buddy's older brother for reference i'm 27 the date is 29 the younger brother's 24 i hadn't followed the little the little brother on instagram so he can't see my uh any mutual followers before the date but do i bring this up do you think he knows is there even a point of a date uh, of going on a date with him or is this just too weird let me know what you think andrea what do you think this is juicy
1: this is real juicy I'm eating mm. this all up yeah. I think this is great I think you definitely go on the date no one has to know and what's gonna be great is when your relationship progresses with him and you go home for the holidays it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna you're gonna be the life of the party actually
0: yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> all, uh, I, I, I
1: love this stuff
0: you do so you're you're like dive in head first like why not
1: well obviously you had a couple hookups with the younger the younger brother, and uh, it didn't go anywhere. So now you're really just getting the best of both worlds. You're getting like that look that you like, mm. but older, more mature.
0: Yeah, and S- renewed. Now and you have renewed. like a new. Yeah, yeah. Now you don't have the history. I guess like the problem becomes, and I agree with you. I I, I like. I think like right now, 2021, we just came off of, we're, we're in the middle of this whole weird segment of all of our lives. It's happening at the same time. I'm living in the say yes zone. Like, let's go out. Let's have a fun time. Who knows what can happen? You never know. You never know. You never know. And it's like, at this point, you found someone on a dating app during these times when it is so hard to find someone you connect with and want to do. And she's uh, an outdoor date. They're in New York city. So like, you're gonna, you're, you're legitimately like, I like this guy enough to brave the elements. Should I go on this date? So it's like that's a big deal right now. Every date that you're willing to go and go on in 2021 is a big deal. It's, it's you have, you there's something that you've enjoyed because if it was just a normal year and normal time, you'd be like, you would have gone out with 17 people at this point. It doesn't matter, you know. Exactly. So there is something here that. You should think about, but let me say that. Let me pose this question, Andrea. What? Mm-hmm. What if they get feelings, and the guy finds out this information, and he's like turned off by it? And because I can understand right. where the guy goes. This, this. I, listen, this isn't fair. This isn't a nice thing. But like, I, I'm not going to go for someone my brother's been with. Like, I can understand that. That that could happen. And now you're left with your feelings. Like that could happen.
1: That could definitely happen. I will say guys really never probe that deep. At least that's what I found. Like they don't sure. really go and check in like girls do. We were investigators and we think we're in the CIA, but guys like if you go on a couple dates with them, he's still not going to know. And if you start yeah. to develop feelings, I guarantee you will be the one to break the news to him when you're ready, unless you're waiting 10 years. Then of course he's going to find out. But
0: so, so yeah, yeah. I I'm with you hundred percent. I think you got to bring up this information Early-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not like right away. Go have your fun. Maybe you go on the date with a guy. You're like, ah, I just want to get drunk with this guy and hook up. Like that could exactly. be. Exactly. If that's all you want from it, you you come out of that first date. You're like, you know what? He's cute. He's fun. This will be even more fun for me because I know. Let, let him find out on his <laughs> own name's... after this is all ended. You know, that's fun yeah. too. But if you get to the point where you're like, I'm actually like, I think this could be like a real thing. Then you got to go, hey, before we get into this. I think you should know. I actually, um, I have a feeling we we have a mutual contact, and it's like what? <laughs> well, yeah, I've 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 you know I've maybe touched your DNA before. You know, it's like
1: <laughs> the initial thing is like we shared the same childhood dentist. It's he's, <laughs> his, his mind is definitely not going to go to uh, oh yeah, you fuck my little brother. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. No, it's not gonna go there immediately. It's
0: way more likely him to be like, "Oh, did we go to the same uh, college or something?" No, no, no. It's uh, it's a little different than that. Oh, did we um live near each other? No, no. Um, I, I've, I've, I've touched your brother's penis. What? Oh my God! You know, like it's like, you know. So I think yeah. there's like, there's definitely like, it, I think this is like jumping out of an airplane. There's a right time to like pull the shoot
1: completely there's definitely a right time to do it now do we have an answer for when that is no no
0: not not at all
1: that's for you to decide
0: but but that also like i think what we're talking about is like fair warning you know your emotions might get a little hurt from this like you might meet a guy that you're like oh shit and he's like oh yeah this isn't really the situation i want and that you have to be okay with that so like those are we're giving you the warning signs you know uh you know go forward with those in mind the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there and things like that old-fashioned food pyramid aren't much help. Enter Noom. It's not about what you just ate, about but it's about how you eat in general. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you how to eat so you can accomplish your personal health goals and stick with them long-term. Because you need, you need, you don't need rules, to lose weight, you need knowledge. I, I believe in that statement. You don't need rules to lose weight, you need knowledge. I agree with that. That's been part of my whole fitness journey. I hate those that phrase, but for me it's about knowing you know, when to eat, what to eat, and it's not, and and the decisions I make. I want to make a right. I want to make a right choice towards health and not the left choice that leads me off of my path, and Noom is all about that. It teaches you about eating, your cravings, how to build new habits so you can ditch your misconceptions and get smart about food and the choices you make. With Noom, you pick the health goals that are right for you. Noom personalizes a weight loss program to help your aspirations become reality. I will say this, I love Noom. I love Noom because of their approach. This is something that I've had to change about myself is looking at food differently, looking at meals differently, looking at special meals differently, making some meals aren't going to be as special as others. Leading up to the date nights I want to take, feeling good about those date nights and feeling good about having the appetizer before the meal because I've been doing well on my own personal fitness journey based in psychology. That's the big thing. They aren't just thinking; they're not about fads. I've been using Noom for like years now. Now that I think about it, and it's now it's taking a little bit of form for me. Basic psychology. Noom teaches you why you make the choices you do and gives you the tools to replace your habits and with healthier ones. Noom is designed by psychologists, but there's no scientific jargon or complicated stuff to remember. Noom makes learning easy. I I, I love Noom. I love their calorie tracker. I think everyone here. Just have it on your phone when you're ready. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom n o o m dot com slash jtrain. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom n o o m dot com slash jtrain. Sign up today at Noom n o o m dot com slash jtrain. podcast at gmail dot com. at gmail Let's do one more email. Is that okay, Andrea?
1: Oh, I'm here for the day. Yes.
0: Love it. Let's do it. I sent you an email earlier, okay? And yes, this was actually dm to me. And we're going to read the DM. And they've given me permission. I asked. I was like, do you mind if I do this on the podcast? It's totally fine. Okay, you ready? Okay. <clears throat> I, I actually saved this for a female guest because I don't know if I could answer this question. This feels very much in the lane of... Mm the female dynamic with one another, the female competition as, you know, we'll get into it. This is urgent. My boyfriend's ex saw my Valentine's story of him. Uh, Hold on. Let me start again. This is urgent. My boyfriend's ex saw my Valentine's story of him and I, and she just sent me a message saying she's glad we're together and we seem really happy together. What should I say back? So let's bring up the notification Do we see it?
1: Yes. And we'll blur out
0: everything else on here. But they replied to the story. I know this may sound weird coming from me, but I am so glad to see that you guys found each other. You seem amazing and both so happy. Andrea, what do you think about this? The ex responding to the Instagram story. and, and, And it is interesting. She does send the message kind of like, you know who I am. So they, I don't know what their past relationship is, but what do you think of this? Is this To me, this like has a lot of um, female competition to it, <laughs> just from my point of view, because I'm looking at this, it just feels like two people that are like kind of, it feels like she's rattling your cage for no reason at all. What do you think?
1: If this DM came through, yeah, my inbox, I, mm. I would have a little pang of, of uh, like a, 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 something would hit me like a little gut punch, small gut punch. It really depends on like what relationship you guys have. Like you said, like, do you guys run in the same circles? Is there a reason she would even DM you? Or is she, have you guys like really never spoken? Cause if that's the case you've never spoken, I think this is a little strange and it is weird. And she prefaced it with like, I know this may sound weird coming mm-hmm. from me. Yeah, it is. Um, but if you know where she's coming from and you know that she's actually a good person, maybe she is really wishing you well, but yeah, it's kind of not really her, job or responsibility to wish you well.
0: (laughs) Why? Yeah. Why would she wish her well? What is, because to me, like when I see that, first of all, it's, I don't, Let's say she doesn't follow her. She's admitting yeah. I'm creeping on your stories.
1: That's okay? That.
0: Yeah. And and it's like, why are you here looking at my stories? Why are you here in the first place? Like th- that she does and maybe this ex was like, I watched the story by accident. Oh my god, they went down the rabbit hole of like oh, they're going to see my name. I have to admit to this. I just have to let them know I'm happy that I'm not this miserable ex looking at your stories. Maybe that's cuz I try to look at things from like the most like, like good person place it could come from. And the most good person place it could come from is I looked at their stories. Now I feel self-conscious that my name's on that list. (laughs) I have to address it. Let me just get out in front of it.
1: That's a really good, it's a really good hypothesis.
0: That's, that's as good as we can make this woman writing to her. Now let's go to the bad side. The worst side of her is that she feels above the person. It's basically her way of being like cute that you guys are together. Um, I never, I'm never. i just letting you know that I'm above him at this point and you. But cute for you and your cute <laughs> little relationship. Doesn't it feel like that? A little? It could be that too.
1: It, it definitely, that that probably be like the worst case scenario, like you said, yeah. but yeah, it's like, Hey, just checking in on you guys. So happy that you two found each other. He wasn't for me, obviously, but like, like have fun. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's a little bit of gut punchy. I, I, I really,
0: do you respond?
1: I really want to know if they know each other and if they run in the same circles. Cause like, yeah. I mean, I would respond, but that's because. I don't like anyone to feel like they just got ghosted, so I think I would see that. I would never left leave it on red, but I'm really not into petty shit. I like to just address the issue. Sure. So I would respond and be like, "Thanks so much. I hope you're doing well and you're finding love in all the right places."
0: (laughs) I know. Well, that's the thing. Like any response sounds, as could be construed as jerky as. The way we could have read hers, you uh, yep. know, because yep. it's like, I hope your life as well. Like, I don't even know. Like this person, the one thing this person needs to know is that they... The ex got in touch for their own mental issues, and I mental issues makes it sound way, way more hurtful. But I'm saying like everyone is acting on social media based on their self consciousness, based on their like confidence issues. Like this is all her problem that she is bringing to you. Her problem could be as small as holy shit, I just looked at her story and I didn't mean to. That it could be as small as that. Her problem could be as big as. Well, I just want to let them know that I don't give a shit about their relationship. And I think that they're a cute couple because I'm in a hot couple and they they don't deserve to have what I, you know what I mean? Like we don't know what their issues are, but I don't know if they even deserve an answer. Like I would just kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do. I, I guess maybe like, Hey, thanks so much. Um, that's all I would write. Hey, thanks so much.
1: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't think more about it than five minutes. Yeah, don't write yeah. an essay. Don't spend the after- afternoon writing out some long thought out answer. Totally. Uh, but yeah, it's just really interesting when like exes, I thought this was like an ex of hers that saw her with a new guy. And then I no, was like, this is, this is, this is her boyfriend's X like
0: i would tell you have to tell the boyfriend you have to go hey i i don't care i just got this right like, that's rent.
1: his baggage
0: yeah because you have to let him know like hey maybe you should like let them know like it was a little inappropriate i'm gonna write hey thanks so much but like also if you guys are talking in any way like if this is her like getting upset that we're still together while you guys are talking i kind of need to know about that or you need to stop it like i would even like you know because there yeah. you, you have to worry about like Listen, things don't just happen on their own. They don't just happen for zero reason at all. So, like, I'm not saying her boyfriend now is cheating, but I maybe her boyfriend now is is making this person feel like there is maybe a shot that he comes back around. Who knows? Woo! Right?
1: I know. Because there's, there's a lot to unpack. There could be a lot of stuff that we, like, other sides to it that we don't really know. You know, sure. maybe they're all in the same friend group and they see each other often. Mm-hmm. So that could be it's,
0: a little, it's very difficult. And I, I do think though, the boyfriend side of this is like, let him know. And also yeah. just let him know, like, I'm not going to like want this to happen a lot. So if you guys are like talking and that's the reason she's looking at my stories, that kind of, now I'm getting pulled into it. Like, it's one thing to like keep an ex as a friend. It's another thing to have them like a little bit condescendingly talk to me about our relationship. Like I, I just don't, but I'm going to be nice. I wrote back, Hey, thanks so much. And that's it. But I'm out of there. Done.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Dust your hands off. And then you step away from the situation.
0: <laughs> J train podcast at jima.com J train podcast at com. Andrea, this was fantastic. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan. I cannot oh, wait to watch your you. special. I think your content's incredible. I love the board Lord. I'll be your cheese thank queen. You. <laughs> um, you know, I know that's your girlfriend, but you know, I'm always here. Um, to be, you know, your cheese partner in crime. So
0: I appreciate. It. I want everyone to go follow Andrea at Andrea Lopez Comedy. Go, go, go! Right now, the CBS Comedy Showcase—it's coming. I want you to click that link in the bio. I want you to watch. I want you to cheer Andrea on because that is such a huge, awesome opportunity, and she's gonna kill it. So, TikTok, Instagram at Andrea Lopez Comedy. Uh, Shelby, thank you for coming on, revealing a lot about yourself this episode.
1: <laughs> thank you
0: at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.